This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com technews. That's ShipStation.com technews. The world is locked in a race and competition over dominance in AI, but today, a few of them appear to come together to saying that they would prefer to collaborate when it comes to mitigating risk. Speaking at the AI Safety Summit in Bletchley Park in England, the UK Minister of Technology, Michelle Donnellan, announced a new policy paper called the Bletchley Declaration, which aims to reach global consensus on how to tackle the risks that AI poses now and in the future as it develops. She also said that the summit is going to become a regular recurring event. Another gathering is scheduled to be held in Korea in six months, she said, and one more in France six months after that. As with the tone of the conference itself, the document published today is relatively high level. To realize this, we affirm that for the good of all, AI should be designed, developed, deployed, and used in a manner that is safe, in such a way as to be human-centric, trustworthy, and responsible, the paper notes. It also calls attention specifically to the kind of large language models being developed by companies like OpenAI, Meta, and Google, and the specific threats they might pose for misuse. Particular safety risks arise at the frontier of AI, understood as being those highly capable general-purpose AI models, including foundation models, that could perform a wide variety of tasks, as well as relevant specific narrow AI that could exhibit capabilities that cause harm, which match or exceed the capabilities present in today's most advanced models, it noted. Alongside this, there were some concrete developments. Gina Raimondo, the U.S. Secretary of Commerce, announced a new AI Safety Institute that would be housed within the Department of Commerce and specifically underneath the department's National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST. The aim, she said, would be for this organization to work closely with other AI safety groups set up by other governments, calling out plans for a safety institute that the U.K. also plans to establish. We have to get to work, and between our institutes, we have to get to work to achieve policy alignment across the globe, Raimondo said. Political leaders in the opening plenary today spanned not just representatives from the biggest economies in the world, but also a number speaking for developing countries, collectively, the Global South. The lineup included Wu Jiaowei, China's Vice Minister of Science and Technology, Vera Jourova, the European Commission Vice President for Values and Transparency, Rajiv Chandrasekhar, India's Minister of State for Electronics and Information Technology, Omar Sultan Al-Olama, UAE Minister of State for Artificial Intelligence, and Bosan Tajani, Technology Minister in Nigeria. Collectively, they spoke of inclusivity and responsibility, but with so many question marks hanging over how that gets implemented, the proof of their dedication remains to be seen. I worry that a race to create powerful machines will outpace our ability to safeguard society, said Ian Hogarth, a founder, investor, and engineer who is currently the chair of the UK government's task force on foundational AI models, who has had a big hand to play in putting together this conference. 
No one in this room knows for sure how or if these next jumps in compute power will translate into benefits or harms. We've been trying to ground concerns of risks in empiricism and rigor, but our current lack of understanding is quite striking. History will judge our ability to stand up to this challenge. It will judge us over what we do and say over the next two days to come. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.